celebrate black history, we make black history happen daily, 24-7, 365. Don't ever forget it. And today, in our Talk About It Tuesday Black History Edition, first of all, this man is not only just a native Atlantan, but he is nationally recognized as a historian, archivist, curator, cultural anthropologist. I mean, he has served, you can, you can have countless hours in the community, but none will go above Pastor Skip. Now, I know you're like, who is Pastor Skip? First of all, graduate of the Morris Brown College, right here on these grounds, right here on these grounds. And one with the community. And if you haven't seen it, you need to do your research. The senior pastor of historic West Mitchell Christian Methodist Episcopal Church in Atlanta, across the street from right here in this building, I give you on this Black History Month, and I am honored to have the Reverend Dr. Herman Skip Mason Jr. Good morning, Dr. Skip. Oh, good morning. Good morning, my dear brother. And what a beautiful uh, introduction. I'm just humbled by it, and uh, I'm excited. Thank you for this opportunity uh, to share. I'm excited about what you all are doing at 102.6, the situation. Uh, You know, I just give God thanks and looking forward to talking a little bit about some of the loves of my life. Uh, which includes Morris Brown yes. and the city of Atlanta. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and uh, what kind words, uh, you know, thank you so much for giving us our flowers. But in lieu of that, we also are here to uh, give our flowers to you as well. So here's here's the start of it. Let's take it back to the old school. Let's take it to Union Square. Let's Let's go back to the beginning of the journey. So... When you were coming up, who were the leaders, the pillars of your community that you looked up to in serving the community when that basically led to the journey to where you are now serving the community currently and being a leader for our next generation? Well, thank you for asking that question. I'm a native of Atlanta, born and bred in Atlanta, uh, born, not a Grady baby. I'm a, at McClendon <laughs> Hospital, which is a little further down, MLT, uh-huh. used to be Hunter Street. I, my mother and father uh, were students and are graduates of Morris Brown. They, they actually are from the same hometown but didn't know each other. <clears throat> and they met on the campus, fell in love on that beautiful sacred campus, and they married. And so... Before I was born, you know, they they carried me uh, in in their hearts as they were students. And growing up in the city of Atlanta in the 1960s and 70s, really, even though I was not fully aware of the uh, some of the segregation laws, mm-hmm. uh, I saw the, the the turn of the city as it was being fully integrated. My mother integrated one of the first uh, uh, APS schools back in 1968. So as a Mm. little boy, I witnessed that. I saw Maynard Jackson become the first black mayor 
mm. uh, of Atlanta, QB Williamson, the first black city councilman, Carolyn Lone Banks, the first black female, and uh, just so many doing great things. And, and Mars Brown was like the center. You know, I mean, Mars Brown was a beacon and is still a beacon in the community. And so your question regarding service, it was all around me. You know, everywhere I looked, I saw uh, black people, African-American people rising, helping out, doing in my own home, m my mom gathering clothes and items to, to give away. I saw the need that we must continue to help others, which is something that we try to do at Westminster Street with our outreach ministry. Mm -hmm. So there were just some inherent things that were poured into my spirit that I have tried to teach my own children. Uh, I was a 22 and a 20-year-old. Uh, both college students, and I tried to exhibit um, my own self, but even more importantly is that we understand why we do what we do uh, and that we understand the rich history of our city and the rich history of, of Atlanta. So my life has been a, a series of divine uh, connections, divine intervention. My walk, my journey has been so ordered by the Lord, and it is true. I can look back now. I turned 60 last year. I'll be 61 in July, and I can look back and just see how God's hand has been at every phase of my life, uh, and, and check, check this out. Mm -hmm. Now, three years ago, I'm assigned to pastor West Mitchell Street right across from my alma mater, right across mm. from the school that I love so dearly. That mm. was nothing you know, but the hand of God. So I, I don't want to sound preachy this morning, <laughs> and, and I, you didn't invite me on to do a sermon. But, but I have to say, because the story of Morris Brown is the very same. The hand of God has been on Morris Brown. The hand Absolutely. of God has been on people of color, black people. And, and celebrating Black History Month gives us an opportunity to acknowledge and recognize what people have done and what they are doing. And that's why I'm so honored to be here this morning. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we are just as honored as well. And uh, so let's, let's get into the history, the, mm -hmm. um, the journey of now you are senior pastor of the historic West Mitchell Christian Methodist Episcopal church, but a lot of people, may not really know and understand its history. They just kind of walk past it or they park in the parking lot for Atlanta right. United or any events going uh, on at the stadium and they see yeah. homecoming. They see this building. They know it's a church there. They know it may right. have been there for a long time. This is the mindset of right. people. But speak on the rich history of West Mitchell Christian Methodist Episcopal Church in why it's a staple in our community. So West Mitchell Street uh, is one of two of the oldest <clears throat> CME churches in Atlanta. Of course, CME stood for, at one time, Colored Methodist Episcopal. Remember, wow. you, have the AME, you have the AME Church. That's a separate denomination. Right. That's the church that founded Morris Brown. Uh -huh. uh, you have the AME Zion Church. Mm -hmm. That is a denomination that comes out of the north. Uh, Frederick Douglass was a member of the AME Zion Church. Uh -huh. Then in 1870, you have the uh, Colored Methodist Church established in Tennessee. And then it branched out and came to various cities, including Atlanta. And West Mitchell was established 
1882 uh, and has literally been on that corner uh, since that time. Uh, the old church faced what is now the current Morris Brown gym and the steps walking up to Morris Brown. Keep in mind, too, that the campus at that time was not Morris Brown. It was Atlanta University. Mm. That's the old AU campus. Morris Brown acquired that campus in 1929, uh -huh. uh, and it became Morris Brown. I think it moved from downtown. But West Mitchell Street uh, is a, a Christian Methodist Episcopal ch church. Uh, it has been a beacon in that community uh, since that time, and it has seen a lot of changes. Uh, we have about uh, 10 churches within metropolitan Atlanta. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a bishop who is the senior bishop of the state of Georgia, where we have 300 churches. And as a Methodist preacher, we are itinerant, meaning we are assigned to churches. Prior to coming to Westminster Street, I was in Augusta, Georgia, for seven years, mm. uh, where I pastored the mother church in Augusta. But I'm grateful to be at Westminster Street. I'm grateful that Westminster is an integral part of the AU Center. It's an integral part and a good neighbor to Morris Brown, the Phyllis Wheatley, uh, YWCA. A lot of our members are Morris Brown graduates, and it made sense because our church was the closest to the campus. Absolutely. So many uh, students would attend Morris, uh, would attend West Mitchell Street. So the church continues to uh, thrive even following the post-pandemic. Uh, we are back in service. Uh, we are trying to be the best neighbor possible to our brothers and sisters mm -hmm. through outreach and serving. We have virtual services. Uh, we have opened our doors to Morris Brown. <clears throat> Given the fact that Morris Brown has limitation on space and media space, uh, we have opened our doors to Morris Brown for any time that they need to use the church, the sanctuary, the meeting rooms. Uh, we have made and are making that uh, available uh, to them uh, until, you know, Morris Brown is able to further expand and, and build. So mm. that's West Mitchell Street. Um, we're glad to be there. I'm glad to be the pastor. Let me tell you, sometimes I look out of my window, I can look straight to the campus. Sometimes I go out and walk. I need to get some fresh air. I just cross the street, <clears throat> excuse me, and walk up on the campus and, and reflect on my journey. Look at the buildings that are still standing. Uh, mm -hmm. and, and look at this college that is just the definition of resilience, if you will you know, that has withstood the test of time. Over two-thirds of the property that it once owned has been sold out, but yet the, the campus, the main buildings are still standing. The students are, are still there, thriving, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm excited, and we commit ourselves to doing whatever we can to support Morris Brown. And you know, it's so interesting, the journey. You've, you've been, you've seen it all, you've been through it all, and we still continue to thrive here at Morris Brown. And when you walk the campus and reflect on your time as a student, and I want to ask you about your time here as a student, first things first, to keep it in a black history theme, right? What yeah. was the most iconic moment in black history that you are, you're already a part of black history at Morris Brown College. I know that's going to be an easy answer to say, hey, just me being here, but, but taking it a step further, one of the most iconic 
moments in black history that you have witnessed as a student in your student journey here at Morris Brown College? What did you see? Wow, that's a very good question. And it, it's so, so many wonderful moments. Um, one that sort of uh, sticks out in, in my mind uh, is when the college invited the late mayor, Harold Washington of Chicago, mm. uh, to be its commencement speaker. Mm. And we didn't realize, I don't think at the time, what a signal moment, an historic moment to have this great historian there. Then It's not historian, but this historical moment right. of this mayor uh, there uh, with us. And so, you know, over the years, Morris Brown has had great speakers to come uh, and to, to share, you know, uh, including uh, Dr. King, um, uh, Nikki Giovanni, uh, and so many mayors of Atlanta, Andy Young and, and Maynard Jackson. Morris Brown was one of the first schools to uh, host a young band for homecoming called Earth, Wind, and Fire Whew. back in 1971. Come on. Morris Brown had all of the major uh, entertainers, uh, bands, and groups that would come and perform. Um, it was Morris Brown was was the woke school. Can I use that in, uh, expression? <laughs> Morris Brown. Hey, look, Morris we're we're black owned and operated. Black, please. Black owned, the original FUBU for us, by us, and so Morris Brown has always had that consciousness of of thought of blackness of uh, black power. Uh, but I think the and not just during my time, but some of the most iconic moments, and I have to share this with you, mm -hmm. uh, is when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. died. Yeah. And the entire world passed through Morris Brown as they led the mule-drawn carriage carrying Dr. King's casket over to Morehouse. And it's, there are many iconic photos, but you will see Morris Brown uh, on film, on pictures, uh, as they are uh, very silently uh, going through the campus. We have Herndon Stadium, okay? We got the old, the, the, the stadium we have now, of course, was the Olympic Stadium, which, of course, fell to dis disarray, disrepair, neglect. Mm -hmm. uh, the old stadium was a place of magic and, and music. Ray Charles recorded his live album. Mm. Google Ray Charles' live album, mm. and you will hear what was recorded on the campus of, of, of Morris Brown College. Just historic. We have the honorable, one of the memorable moments for me, back to the question that you asked, was having Jose Williams, a oh graduate my. class of yes. 1950 or 51, uh, on the campus. Uh, and and I, I was just thinking, I said that we somewhere on the campus we we need to erect a statue of Ho Jose was one of the most fearless and heroic warriors of the civil rights movement. He was a lieutenant of Dr. King and Dr. Mm -hmm. Abernathy, yeah. but he is our own. He is a bona fide Morris Brown a graduate, uh, and oftentimes he would um, uh, come on the campus and 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 share with us uh, as well. Morris Brown has a Pulitzer Prize. Uh, a winner, um, James McPherson, the first black to receive a Pulitzer Prize in uh, fiction in the world, in the country, is a Morris Brown graduate. The first black female police chief 
uh, of a major city is a Morris Brown graduate, mm-hmm. Beverly Harvard. Now you have Melody Maddox, who's doing her thing. Absolutely. I remember when Melody was a student as a sheriff, uh, first black female sheriff of DeKalb County. You know, we, we used to see some of the uh, football players uh, that would come uh, who, you know, got drafted into the uh, the NFL uh, and they would come back occasionally, uh, Alfred Jenkins, uh, to name uh, a few, to name one uh, in particular. Uh, but, man, listen, the history is rich and strong, and uh, to, to know that we're on a campus that was once AU and a campus that Du Bois, W.E.B. Du Bois, not only had an office, but he lived in Gaines Hall, the building uh, that just uh, caught on fire again, tragically, that used to be one of the buildings on Morris Brown's campus. Uh, du Bois and his, and his family uh, lived there. And, you know, and so I'm glad to have this moment you know, to tell the history, to talk a little bit about the history. It's so much we couldn't do it in the time that we had. Right, right. To be to be a part, my my best, my great moment. I was a member of the Marching Wolverines band. Let's the go. The baddest band in, in the, the land. land. In the land, I'm telling you, when we took to the streets in parade, it was some experience. When we took to the field at Herndon Stadium, I mean, people would not even go to the concession stand until they saw what we were going to, to do. You know, so even though things have changed, the, the, there are sounds that continue to speak. When I walk the campus, I can hear the drums and I can hear the band. I can hear the, 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 the majorettes. You know, I can, I can hear the roar of the crowd at the, at the old stadium. I can hear the chimes ringing at top of Fountain Hall that summons us to classes so we can be taught by some of the great teachers and professors. I think you already know that just a year prior to I, my arriving, uh, Dr. Dondra West, Kanye's mother, mm-hmm. was laying it out as an English professor and a drama uh, instructor uh, at uh, Morris Brown. Morris Brown has had some of the best teachers, some of the best uh, professors who have really uh, poured into us uh, through the decades, the best accounting department. You know, the story goes that most of the Morehouse business graduates came over to Morris Brown to take accounting, you know, because we yeah. had Oscar Burnett and Ben Strickland and all these great mm. professors doing that kind of uh, kind of teaching. So we have to, you know, Morris Brown has experienced a lot of devastation and um, some, 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 some tragedy and the loss of accreditation. You know, that is a part of our history. Those are the right. things that have helped to make us resilient. Now it's time to tell the the story to to rebuild uh, on our rich tradition and our history and our culture our customs you know uh homecoming is a is a is a, a vibe all by itself on that little small campus we gather and it is something uh to behold and that's why when i first met you mm-hmm. there was such joy and jubilation in the announcement and kudos uh, and and gratitude and thanks to, to Dr. Kevin James yes. for his uh, insight and for putting uh, together uh, the exceptional team, including uh, Sister Carter and, and many, many others, uh, to help to get Morris Brown uh, reaccredited and now to move us forward. We are excited. Uh, and next year, my class, the class of 84, mm-hmm. will celebrate our 40th anniversary. Congrats. 
Yeah, 40, 40 years out of Morris Brown, and we're coming large and in charge, and we're bringing a big fat check with us as well. Hey. This is what we have to do now. You know, we have to support not only with our sentiment and our memories and our pictures and our love, we got to support it with our gifts and our resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the Christmas holidays, uh, we got a, a food truck up to the campus, the Class 84. And we fed everybody on the campus. Whoever was on the campus that day, we fed them and gave them uh, gift cards, Christmas gift cards. So these are the kinds of things that we as Brownites must continue to do. We cannot depend on others to tell our story. We cannot depend on others to take care of us and to help our own. Mars Brown has always struggled. I mean, you know, black it, our, our namesake, Bishop Mars Brown, was a revolutionary free thinker mm-hmm. for freedom and the oppression of so we've always known struggle we carry the name of one who has mm-hmm. always known struggle which is why i always say morris brown you'll never hear me disrespect bishop morris brown by saying mo brown i know mm-hmm. the students say i know it's a nickname but if they only knew about the greatness of this man and the heroic deeds you know and how he risked his life <clears throat> to save others you wouldn't dare uh, refer to him uh, as as Mo Brown. So my students know that as a a pet peeve. I taught at Barnes Brown for mm-hmm. four years. I served as dean and vice president of student services uh, for four years, and uh, I just counted a blessing uh, to be a part of this great institution. Absolutely, absolutely, and we're we're honored to have you as a part um, as well. And uh, once again, uh, you're just tuning in. It's the Morning Machine at. Uh, 27 minutes past the hour with Dr. Pastor Reverend Skip Mason Jr. But uh, before before we, you know, transition out of this interview, I want to make sure that I get to you being an author of several books on the history of the African-American experience here in Atlanta, Georgia and across the South. Um, you've got over 10 books, including Going Against the Wind, uh, A Pictorial History of African Americans in Atlanta. We could go down the list and everything, but I want to know this. Out of all of the books that you have authored on Mm -hmm. telling our story transparently, right, which is the one that you have authored that has been the standout for you which contains the most rich history that maybe the the historian of all the historians may not even know. I would say Going Against the Wind, uh, published in 1989. It came as a result of the fact that I could not find books on Atlanta's black history. Very I true. said this just last week when I uh, spoke at the Westside Futures Fund meeting. I was working at the Atlanta Public Library at the time. And uh, I just couldn't find any any books that would help me as a native Atlantan. I I knew a lot, but there was a whole lot I didn't know that would help me. And so I began to do research, you know, and uh, I'm telling Providential Grace came in. I was, you know, doing research, and I got a phone call one day from Dan Moore, uh, founding president of the Apex Museum, and he said that – there was a publisher wanting to do a book on Black Atlanta, and he thought that I would be the perfect one for it. Uh, and I'm telling you, it was a God-sent moment. It was divine. 
And uh, I had the opportunity to produce this book, uh, which really technically became the first black uh, pictorial history of our city. But it's not just pictures. It's history. It's text. It's dates. It's images. It's, it's men and women who have helped to make and to shape this city. And so this book has been used as a reference uh, for now uh, a little over 20-something uh, years uh, as it relates to the history of blacks uh, in Atlanta. Uh, and out of that came uh, some additional books uh, from my collection, Black Atlanta in the Roaring Twenties, uh, Politics, Law, and Civil Rights in Atlanta, Black Entertainment. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm trying to, as a, native, as a native Atlantan, I'm trying to cover, collect, and document the history of Atlanta uh, in the very same way that I'm doing with Morris Brown. And it is my wish, my desire, my hope, my dream, my prayer uh, that I'll be able to uh, publish my my history of Morris Brown College um, and and add it to the canon of books, you know, for people to have to look at uh, and document so they too can know, you know, about our great school and, and all that we have uh, produced uh, and why Morris Brown is such the um, uh, legend uh, as it relates to institutions in, in this city and why it was worth saving and mm -hmm. why God sustained it for 20-something years right. uh, during that time. So that's the, that's the story, you know, that we have to tell. And, and we have to put it in books. And I don't care what people say about it. If you don't want black folks to read it, put it in a book. We, we're going to we're going to defy that 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 uh we're going to we're going to turn that around and say oh no 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 we will read it you know we will dig uh and even if it's an electronic copy of it, we're going to find it and we're going to research and read and be knowledgeable which is why I'm just so grateful for these few moments on your show you know to uh just share a little bit about my passion my love my love for history my love for my city the love for the community uh and the people that comprise uh, of it. Uh, and so I'm grateful, truly grateful, you know, for these moments uh, to, to, to share with you. And thank you from the bottom uh, of my heart, you know, for inviting me on your show uh, to share. You know, I can run my mouth, you know, yeah. I'm a preacher, so you, you know how we do sometimes. Uh, <laughs> but, but I do uh, have, I, I, I'm, I'm I do have one more thing though. Uh, yeah, by all means, just, go ahead. Yeah. And this is my final question before we leave out, because we talk about the history of the past. We talk mm -hmm. about what's going on presently, but what message of importance uh, in, in, as it pertains to black history, do you have for our future prospective the current students that are going to carry the generation of not just Morris Brown College, but black right. history forward. Right. Know your history. First of all, know yourself. Know who you are and whose you are. Learn about your own family history. You know, I'm a passionate genealogist. You know, I since 14 years of age, you know, I've been on a journey to discover my history, my family history. And I encourage everybody, when you learn about your family, your parents, your two parents, your four grandparents, your eight great-grandparents, your 16 great-great-great-great-grandparents, and so forth and so on, it opens up the window to the history of the world and to African-Americans. So I encourage people, and I, I would love, and I'm putting it out in the atmosphere, uh, to find someone that say, I want to sponsor some DNA kits for the students at Morris Brown mm -hmm. and get the students to take the ancestry DNA 
kit uh, test rather and and then get the results and and begin to explore and learn about their ethnicity and learn about all of the wonderful countries that their ancestors come from not African countries and perhaps European countries and and others as well so first of all learn about your history uh, and then uh, read and 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 every day learn a fact every day learn a word okay they got apps now that will present you a fact each day yeah. or a word each day mm -hmm. see this generation has what we didn't have they got google they have social media right. you know so use some of your social media time in terms of filling your head with knowledge okay and and, and learning and getting all that you can ask questions and 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 sit at the feet of elders people who know and have been around who are willing to share uh, and to pour and, and to discuss these things. Uh, so much of our city uh, has been torn down, many of the historic buildings and all, and mm -hmm. we're working on trying to get historic markers and all that kind of thing, but we got to continue to tell the story. Uh, and, of course, great outlets like This News Media 102.6 uh, that focuses on those important stories that focuses on the positive of black the, of, of black experience uh, and not just the negatives that we hear so often on many of our uh, mainstream media where they open up with this this robbery or this this killing this murder this carjacking there's right. too many great things going on with our brothers and sisters in the community our schools in the community for that to always be the dominant focus you know and so be very careful about what you put into your spirit what you put into your mind what you put into your head and learn how to use social media to enhance you and, and to build you up uh, and to increase your your knowledge as well so those are the few little pieces of advice that i would i would give to the students to get to know themselves and once they know themselves it will expand uh to their desire to know more about uh their people uh, and the history of their people as well. Absolutely. I think that uh, what you just gave would even resonate with adults too, um, you yeah, know, oh, just absolutely. generally speaking, because, you know, if you didn't, if if you didn't hear that message, then you know, I'm not sure what you're listening to. That's all I can say about that. But uh, so with that, uh, wow, what a powerful conversation in this talk about it Tuesday, Black History Edition. And um, so, Dr. Skip, tell everybody where we can find you, follow you, and most importantly, connect if we want to talk with you sure. or chop it up about our history. Bless you. Okay, I'm on Instagram. I'm under two uh, monikers, Pastor Skip. Uh, my other Instagram name is Skip Mason Black Atlanta. Uh, Skip Mason, yeah, Skip Mason, Black Atlanta. And then I'm on Facebook on the Skip Mason Vanishing Black Atlanta. Uh, and I have about 62,000 followers. And every day we're talking about something about the city, something about mm. black history, something about the people who made it. So if you're Facebook, uh, on Facebook, Skip Mason Vanishing Black Atlanta, I'm at West Mitchell Street right across from Morris Brown. We have in-person service uh, every uh, first and third Sunday at 10 o'clock a.m., and then we have uh, virtual service on the second and, and fourth Sunday. Uh, so I'm real easy uh, to find. Reach out to me. I'd love to have a conversation with you, and I will respond back to you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And for, and before you, before you go, once again, 
I want to I want to say first of all it was an honor to even bring you on on the accreditation announcement today of that phenomenal announcement oh, where yeah. we can we made that history happen and we came together to do so as a community as a village however I also wanted to make sure that I brought you back on and on behalf of our station everyone here we want to give you your flowers and say thank you for being in our community there's a, a lot of a lot of people that you know hey they're they're in the community and some some do it for likes and giggles and all that stuff but you are the inspiration of how we are supposed to get into community you are the catalyst for our community to continue black history forward and i thank you so much and what an honor it is to have you back on uh this radio station and right here for the first time on the morning machine and there'll be many more uh moving forward so thank you so much for taking the time out to uh speak on bl our black history this morning we really appreciate it Oh, the honor is all mine, and hopefully we can get a chance to sit down and break bread. Hit me up sometime, and I'll take you to my favorite restaurant, which is Six Feet Under, uh, oh. for a bite, and we'll just get to catch up and all. I appreciate you. God bless you, and God bless dear old Morris Brown. Absolutely. God bless you. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Skip, and you have a phenomenal rest of your day, all right? Thank you. You as well. Take, take care. care.